that was scary. Yeah, it's the Tutti Sabor special scary edition because I guess it's Halloween. Wasn't that day yesterday? Um, it still counts. Oh, no, 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 yesterday, two days ago. Was it? <laughs> I don't know. Friday the 13th? Halloween is on a Friday. No, Halloween is it's not on a Friday on a Friday thirteenth, is it? I think it is in Portugal. No, I have no idea. I mean, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's a recent tradition for us. We're kind of importing it from America, and I mean, the kids celebrate it. But uh, when we were younger, we had no Halloween, so we know Americans celebrate Halloween, but we really we we're, we're really not sure when. I mean, it's. Around this time of the year, I guess. <laughs> But it would be odd to be on a Friday 13 because it would be uh, it would be difficult to <laughs> to celebrate yeah, it, right? I not mean, every year would we would have a <laughs> an Halloween. <it's... laughs> an Halloween. <laughs> Maybe You're it's right. on a Friday. I but I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it's you know it's in October, so <laughs> it's probably on the weekend, right? Mm, What do you think it's? Probably. Uh, Well, this is really cool. We're talking about something we have no idea about. about. <laughs> so, Isn't on, that, that kind of our trademark? Sometimes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> other times we do know what to talk about. We just say some things that uh, we don't mean. I mean, <laughs> we make mistakes frequently. Mm -hmm. Mostly you. I mean, I'm, I'm normally don't. <laughs> So, um, did you saw a new, uh, I don't, I don't think it was this week, maybe last week, uh, something about Apple acquiring, uh, an AI st startup that scores the, you know, your photos based on mm -hmm. the frame in composition. Oh, you yeah. read about that? I read it. Yeah. They were, they were, they are a little behind Google, but they're trying to mm -hmm. catch up. I mean, Google already does something like this. I don't know if Apple photos does it. The, the Google photos no, lets no, you. They don't. And it would be a great addition to the Photos app, yeah. I think the company was called Regain. Okay, so Apple Photos doesn't select uh, photos for you and tell you, oh, this is a good picture, we apply a filter to mm -hmm. it, and here you go. No? No, it doesn't. No, 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 no. The only thing it does is uh, it, it gives you a kind of um, selection of photos from a month ago or from a, a year ago. So you can remind... Remember you this day. Of, yeah, remember this day, that's it. Okay. Uh, okay, they're a little behind. You don't use Google, Google Photos, do you? No, I don't. No, no, no. Okay, I do. So Google really sometimes the algorithm selects pictures uh, and shows it like and applies filters automatically. Sometimes it 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 creates an album automatically, and oh, yes. uh, other times a movie. You know, it joins a few pictures. It adds music to it, and they're actually nice most of the time. Well, Apple actually does that on the Photos app, um, but it's only for the uh, remember this day, I, I guess, uh, function. Yeah, well, they're a little behind, but apparently mm -hmm. they're catching up or they're trying to. Yeah, I was reading a little bit about the algorithm and it, 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 it really struck me as a kind of powerful. I mean, it, it could score in, uh, in percentage the uh, aesthetic, the sharpness, the exposure. And even 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 pick up the the, the main three colors from it, and, and it could also uh, give it some tag properties. Like uh, I, I'm he, I'm seeing here like a, an example of uh, two kids blowing up uh, birthday uh, party candles, and 
it says annoying background <laughs> and it's true <laughs> i'm looking at the photo and the the background is really distracting so and dull colors and things like that or interesting original subject good uh, good timing so the the, the algorithm really uh, sounds uh, really nice you're a photographer kind of mm. i like to make fun <laughs> of you um how, how, the, how can an algorithm be, uh, make uh, an assumption on composition or uh, aesthetics? I mean, well, I guess they can read the um, uh, lines from the from the framing. You know, like uh, if the horizon is tilted or not, hmm. if the subject is within uh, the those that rule the the three thirds rule. Oh, the the framing, depth of field, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That kind of stuff, yeah. It it can it can get a lot of uh, of details from from those kind of uh, not rules. I don't like to call it them rules, but uh, guidelines, if you will. Hmm. So that's probably how it works. But it, it's very advanced, I, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, it's one of those occasions where where Apple comes late, but does it better? Well, one thing one thing they have for for them going it's that the, when they acquire a company, they usually use the tech in it. Unless uh, sometimes Google doesn't do the, that that kind of stuff. Yeah, Apple has a at least the ones that we know about. They acquire companies that we exactly. never know. Uh, but um, yeah, they have a good track record on the taking advantage of the talent they, they acquired. Yeah. yeah, Google mm -hmm. sometimes has a lot of projects and acquires teams and in good applications, and they just disappear yeah. <laughs> on the Google void. <laughs> yeah, but they are they are doing a good job with photos. Mm -hmm. But I th Apple is a little behind. I think they right now they have the basic. I mean, they identify the pictures, the mm -hmm. the people in pictures. They already have memories, and I think. Oh yeah, there, there's also uh, there's also computer vision. I, I think you would call it. I don't know, don't know if you ever tried it, but you can search for since we're we're called Toothy Saver. You can search for cat. On your photo album, uh, and it will pick up uh, photos from uh, with cats in it. Oh, I do that on Google Photos. I didn't know Apple supported that. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. Yeah, I or think I'm I remember. Appliance. It gives uh, photos of uh, electronics in your house and things like that. That's a um, High Sierra feature, or is it from last year? Well, I don't think it's even uh, related to High Sierra or, or iOS 11. I think it, it already did it that uh, on last year. Oh, I didn't. And either of the, of them, uh, perhaps it's something to do with uh, iCloud. Or I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're really informed on this one. Um, yeah, uh, Google actually does a something that I, I I like when you take several pictures and they overlap each other. It usually does a panoramic. And normally it does a good job, but well, Apple has the advantages of being from single frames. Yeah, you just take a bunch of pictures, and um, you know they will stitch it. Together. Yeah, it was, but it, with it, it will do a good job with it. Remember, Microsoft had something similar a few years ago. It's something like that. It's the but um, yeah, now it's really. Yeah, I was going to say it does a better job, but no, the Microsoft one already did, did a great job. They just never actually used it for anything. Actually, photo stitching uh, advanced a little bit on, on a couple of years, but uh, they already did. Uh, uh, there, there were a lot of companies doing a great job uh, on, uh, on on software on that on that field. I actually have a, an app for for the Macintosh, and I'm using it uh, for ten years now. The auto Auto Pano Giga or Giga 
auto panel, panel giga and it, it does a really fine job stitching very difficult um, uh, photos to to do panoramas so the the software isn't really that new i just wasn't aware of it <laughs> oh yeah it's it's not exa exactly new no what you're saying is an, uh, on a software level we're already pretty far advanced we're already advanced. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Did you hear that HGR is now enabled by default on on the iPhone eight plus? HGR. I'm, I think you're pronouncing it wrong. HDR. Oh, HDR. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I understood HDR. Yeah, I knew. They are so confident with that feature right now that that it's a default now. Uh -huh. I sometimes use it on my phone, but not really that often. I think you mentioned that you use it all the time. I use it all the time. Yeah, I like it very much, and I'm not a big fan of uh, software-based HDR, but this this one really does a fine job. And a uh, DP review actually find it that uh, it was a really great step from from the Apple part for, to enable HDR from from the get go. So yeah, do you think that's one of the features that you need to have the the new screens to really take advantage of it? Uh, not advantage of the of the picture itself, but to be able to appreciate the picture. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You you can see it on a print, but um, on a screen, it's more difficult to to take advantage advantage of a, a really good HDR photo. Yeah. Okay, so iPhone X it is. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys didn't notice, we're Toothy Saber podcast. Oh, we mentioned that in the beginning. No, we didn't. <laughs> we forgot. <laughs> Really? We didn't? We are to this saber. We're still to this saber. <laughs> as soon as you hear both of us, we're to this saber. And I'm Dio Carvalho and I'm here with Luis Queiroz. Welcome, you guys. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> we're like 10 minutes in. I don't know. But welcome. You're always welcome. Even, even when you don't say If we don't say it, uh, just assume you are welcome. We like... Assume you're welcome, yeah. I'm not seeing any of you, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure you're there. <laughs> I hope you're there. Um, I, like I was saying, um, speaking about iPhone X, um, there was something else that had an X that I want to talk about. Oh, it's SpaceX. Is it pronounced SpaceX or SpaceX? Yeah, it's SpaceX. <laughs> you were setting me up for that one, weren't you? I wasn't expecting you to, but thank you. <laughs> I read your notes. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's cheating. My notes that I, my private notes that I share with you, mm, not so private, I guess. Yep. <laughs> not so private. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it was a few weeks ago. I just saw the video this week um, about Elon talking about the BFR, which is their plans for the uh, fully reusable rocket, so they can go to Mars. They already presented the last year, and this year was more about how can they pay for it. <laughs> Which is an important part. <laughs> it's a very important topic, yeah. <laughs> Although he didn't actually give much detail about it. He just, you know, announced the principles that were necessary, but it's a little bit more defined than, than it was last year. We're geeks and all, but um, we like technology and we like hearing about technology. But um, unless you talk about the economics part of it, it doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't get you very far. Yeah, we haven't been to the moon since 69. Because, no, 69 no, 69 was when they got to the moon. I think there was a few more trips, mm -hmm. but uh, there were a couple of, of uh, missions. We're not have been there. We're not there. <laughs> we're not. Uh, I'm sorry. I know it's an American mission, but uh, I mean, I, I guess we're not Americans, but we see it as a 
something that belongs to all humanity. We went to the moon. Humanity yeah. is not. I guess Americans can be particularly proud because it was an American or the first. And they're entitled. Yeah, and then they spend they spend the money on it. I also think of NASA of like an inter international effort to. I know it's not, but uh, that's the way we see. Yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. I think that's kind of normal outside the US. I mean, we we don't think of NASA as a. Yeah, NASA is the U.S. agency, but we don't see it just like that. When when NASA sends, um, you know, when we follow NASA missions and stuff like that, we're not really mm -hmm. concerned about the country, just enjoying the, you know, the launches, the te the technology also, and the mission itself. And, and the what science. is it? Yeah, the yep. um, so we really like NASA, and uh, we hopefully they will continue to do a good job, but. We we just take proud of uh, something that humanity achieves, because mm -hmm. the knowledge NASA actually the, the knowledge is it's not exclusive for Americans or NASA. Everybody benefits with it. So exactly. Uh, if I'm, I'm not sure, but I don't think they have a lot of partnerships right now. They had a few with our with the European Space Agency, but yeah, yeah I don't think they they have anything right now. And the European Space Agency yeah, is not yeah. really doing uh, at least nothing that I, I know about particularly interesting. Nothing yeah. major, no. They're planning to that's send a true. rover to Mars also, just mm -hmm. like NASA is going to send another rover. But I don't remember. NASA, I think it's... I mean, the European Space Agency has a, has a few important missions, but NASA is ahead. Um, mm -hmm. It's probably a lot difficult to conciliate... Uh, the objectives of several countries. Several countries, yeah. Although NASA has a, a few problems of their own. Yep. You know, there's a lot of infighting. You're going to Mars, we're going to the moon, we're not going anywhere. They're probably not going anywhere. There have been a lot of cuts in, uh, in NASA's uh, project from the last couple of years. So Yeah, yeah. they were making that uh, rocket, I don't remember the name, The similar to the Apollo Air rocket. And... Um, mm -hmm. Supposedly to go to Mars, but they were they don't have the money to develop the rest of the technology, and now they're talking. The new, I think, the new director of NASA is talking about going to the moon. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably more affordable, but still they had the, their budget cut again. So, well, you can have plans, but without money, you're not getting there. <laughs> I mean, you're not getting anywhere. Unfortunately, yet. unfortunately, I, I I can understand that. For a lot of people, uh, space exploration probably shouldn't be on the on the top priority. Yeah, yeah it seems like a waste of money because you know we there's so many problems to solve. But it actually it's it's really not like that. There's a lot of things that space exploration it's very nuanced. Yeah, yeah, and they first it employs a lot of smart people and it develops new technologies that uh, end up being. Um, Used for civilian purposes. Beneficial yeah. for, for for civilian purposes. That's it. And it fosters uh, fosters a lot of uh, that sense of of cooperation and achievement in, in society. I don't know if in, do you think it, it does that? Do you th I, because we're not Americans. I don't know if uh, <laughs> if they see it that way. No, no, I, I can't talk for them, bro. Uh, that's the way I feel about space exploration, or sometimes. Or research areas that don't have um, a, a, a very obvious objective or um, that benefit in a very obvious way uh, society. 
Yeah, but uh, NASA, I assure you, it has brought a lot of benefits to society. They have, um, I actually can't recall the, the name right now. I sometimes read it. They have, um, they publish a document every year about uh, mm -hmm. uh, things they help, um, they achieve, they all technology they developed that actually have a civil news now. And uh, okay. it's fairly interesting. If I'll find out what it is and I'll put it on the show notes. Mm -hmm. We'll add it on the uh, yeah. show notes. Yeah. And maybe someday we can talk about it more in detail because it's actually, there are a lot of uh, technologies that we use on a day to day basis that were facilitated, at least facilitated by NASA. So. Yeah, but like a couple of them are, were actually born by uh, in space, uh, in this, in the space exploration age. Really? I don't think so. Yeah. The microwave. Oh, the microwave. Yeah. And yeah. there are a lot of things like that. I mean, the internet was also. It's not a NASA, but it's also had, had to do with the Large Hadron mm. Collider. What I was saying is when you invest in science and in technology, you usually end up uh, getting a return from that. Sometimes it's not it's not immediately. That's the problem with applied research is that it needs to have mm -hmm. benefits right now. But there are a lot of areas of research that, research that uh, well, they find out new components in technology. Sometimes they can take decades to... Uh, to apply it, but it will eventually it will eventually be beneficial to the civil to well to everyone to all mankind. Yeah, all the time, it's it's a win win solution, I think. But yeah. um, not everyone sees it like that. Yeah, but uh, still, I, I'm I think NASA is doing a good job. I mean, mm -hmm. there is uh, with all the difficulties they they're they're going through right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're even a competitor, are we? I mean, the European Union doesn't have the. Oh, no, 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 no. They have a few missions, but it's not really that big. We should actually sometimes do an episode on, on this sometimes, someday. You know, mm -hmm. comparing the International Space Agency and NASA. But I'm pretty sure NASA has a bigger budget. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the largest uh, organi space or, uh, faring organization, so yeah. In the United States, you have some, you know, uh, some arguments and some discussions because between states. And in the European Union, it's between countries, so it's kind of complicated. I mean, we're doing, uh, we're testing um, a fission reactor. I don't remember the name, mm -hmm. and just to decide in which country would receive the the prototype, it, it took. A lot of, I don't remember if it was a decade, but it took several years just to decide, just to to agree on the on the location. So it's complicated. There's a lot we we like to think in of it like cooperation, but there's a lot of international pride involved and and jobs and money, so it's more complicated than that. You can't be. Yes. We like to be idealists, but the reality is a little more messy. It's a lot, little more complex, yeah. Returning to SpaceX, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I think SpaceX was founded on 2001 or 2004. Do you remember? No. Not exactly the year, but it was somewhere around the, the, those years, yeah. Okay, but they did their first flight attempt where they're, I don't know if the, they call it, I think, Falcon 1, just in 2006. Mm -hmm. And I think they were successful for the first time in 2008. In fact, I, Elon Musk mentioned that they they only had money for three launches, and they all three failed. And they basically did a fourth launch with everything they could scrap together, and it worked, and it, they succeeded. But if they have, if they hadn't, it was done. They were done. They had no more money. So it was. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, it was really, really close. And because, and he risked a lot. And 
you mentioned not in this conference, but in, I saw, I think I saw, I saw that on an interview that uh, at the time he was investing in Tesla and SpaceX and uh, the right choice that both were having difficulties and the right choice would be to sacrifice one and invest on the other. And he could, mm -hmm. he, he wasn't able to do that and he kept both increasing the risk that they both, the, that they both could fail. And fortunately for us, uh, they are still around. And SpaceX has been very influential in the... But Tesla is, still isn't profitable, uh, is it? I don't think so. Tesla is having a lot of production problems. But I think SpaceX is. Problems. I mean, they they launched their current rocket, at least the first iteration of the current plot, in, just in 2010. And uh, I remember seeing... Um, How was it called? The Grasshopper. Remember when they did the first test uh, flight for a reusable rocket? They had a small rocket, mm -hmm. and they were trying to land that, landing it. Oh, the landing on the uh, the marine. No, 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 no. On the on the beginning, it was just a small rocket with just a, a proof of, proof of concept. Oh yeah. And it exploded, I believe, a few times, or it crashed. <laughs> But eventually, they were successful, and that uh, was just in 2000. That that was just in 2013, and right now um, we're 2017. They have a, a better version of their more their Falcon 9 uh, rocket. I'm not sure, but they already did at least 13 or 14 landings of boosters. They have been lately. They have recovered every booster that they have launched. So nice. it's getting pretty reliable. I think they already reused. Uh, They already launched a, uh, a refurbished booster with and recovered successfully. So they are giving us uh, new options because they they're they are making uh, space less expensive. Less expensive, yeah. It's a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> space, the final frontier. <laughs> Who am I kidding? You're the 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 trekkie. These are the voyages of the Falcon Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the new one is it's going to be the BFR. I, I'm I'm not sure if I'm wrong on this one, but I think the BFR was the name of a gun in Doom, wasn't it? I was thinking about it. Yeah, uh, I think it's some something similar to BFR. Yeah, it was the biggest gun on on Doom. Yeah, I mean I, I like it. They call their booster Falcon. They call their spaceship Dragon. Perhaps he's a fan. I mean, they have Merlin engines. They have. Uh, I think the engines that are on the capsule are Raptor engines. It's kind of... <laughs> it's geeky. <laughs> Getting back to the presentation, it was a long presentation, an hour, and it wasn't like an Apple keynote. It was better than last year. It, it wasn't... Um, it seemed a little better rehearsed, but <laughs> it's still just... It seems like Elon just goes there and... And wings it. Yeah, and, and wings it, yeah. <laughs> I know this stuff. I, I don't need to to rehearse anything. He probably doesn't Let's have the do time it. to. Yeah, and yeah, and besides that, that's the point. I mean, he understands it, uh, so he can talk about it. But you know, if it was mm -hmm. Apple, that that would be a, a really. If it was Steve Jobs, it would be a really 30 minute uh, event with uh, a lot of excitement. Uh, Elon and magic and distortion field. Elon sometimes <laughs> is uh, overly optim optimistic, and he's captivating in his own way. And I, at least I. I do. I think so. I also think so. Yeah. Is is he an, an engineer, or does he has a does he have a degree in engineering? He has a couple of degrees. Like I think he has an engineer and uh, management or marketing. Not marketing. I think it's 
business management and engineering. Business management, okay. So yeah, but he actually understands that kind of stuff. At least most of them. It's just it's it's not it's not a showman. <laughs> well, he is, but he's it's he's more of a geek. <laughs> I'm not sure how to explain it. <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> As a geek, I can appreciate uh, an Elon presentation, and sometimes he actually starts talking in detail about stuff that he probably wasn't supposed to. But I don't think the general public would like. Would find. I think the general public would find extremely boring, and uh, boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just us. We liked it. So since we are on the subject of flying things, yeah. So a little more detail on the BFR. If you are interested on this, I mean, you can check out the video. It's a bit long, but it's interesting. I'll probably do a, a post about it. I'm I'm getting interested, <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking about doing a. A post in about SpaceX. I'm not sure exactly if I'll cover more than the BFR, but uh, or entire history. We'll see. You can now go to our website. We had some frustra frustrations with our website, uh, like yeah, in the beginning. But I, I think we're both satisfied with it, with it now. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm actually writing a bit. I well, I hope you enjoy it. I mean, I'm trying. I'm new at this. Well, at least I do. You do. Well, we are veteran podcasters because, I mean, we had like uh, 15 or 16 episodes right now. So, I mean, yeah, we're this just really good at this. But <laughs> I'm still, a, as a writer, I'm still a newbie. When I have 15, 15 articles written, I'll probably I'll consider myself a writer. A digital influencer. A digital influencer. I, I didn't even know that was, that was a thing. I just heard it. Yeah, I heard that the other day. And wow. <laughs> I have a Twitter account, so I'm a digital influencer. So the BFR, just to, so you can have an idea of the size, it's, well, it's a lot bigger than the Falcon 9. That's what she said. <laughs> the Falcon, the Falcon Heavy that SpaceX hasn't launched yet. I think they did plan to do it in 2017 or early 2018. Uh, it's bigger than the Falcon 9, but not really that big. It's more like they have three Falcon boosters, um, United, um, and they can carry a, a bigger uh, payload, but it's not a really that huge of a rocket. Uh, the BFR, it's like the, um, it's like the Saturn V rocket, you know? No, no. <laughs> well, it's not that big, but it's it's like the kind of the rocket that took that they use on the Apollo missions. It's a really big rocket. It's doesn't it amazes you that we the the best technology that NASA still has is uh, was used a couple of uh, a couple of decades ago? Oh yeah, even the new even the new rocket it's just an advancement on over the the Saturn V. It's uh, it's the same technology. I think they have better production facilities. They have uh, newer materials, but it's the same basic technology. It, was that a product of uh, over-engineering? Because I, I, I heard on another commentary the other day that um, in the 50s or in the 40s, they, the, the thing was to over-engineer everything. So do you think it's, it's, it's the case? for, for No, I, I, actually, I really don't. I think it was more a, a political thing because they are still using... I, I, I can't talk about in much detail, but there was a, a constellation... A project a few years ago where they were building a rocket to go to the moon again like they are doing now mm -hmm. 
And that, that project was over budget and it, it had a few problems, I don't recall. So it was cancelled. And as a replacement, they, they did the, the space launch vehicle, the, the new project, the new, new rocket is the space launch vehicle, and they targeted Mars. The problem was that um, Congress really restricted uh, <laughs> some of the conditions of the, of the, of the rocket and it basically had to have the same parameters that the previous rocket used the same technology and be built on the same facilities. So <laughs> it ended up being more just a, a change in name that uh, in technology or anything else. There's a lot of politics on this. <laughs> That's why SpaceX is interesting because mm-hmm. they, I mean, although uh, it's visit Blue Horizon, that uh, is uh, recovering, also trying to, also recovering rockets, reusing. I don't think that's, is that the name? The Jeff Bezos company? I think it is. It is. Jeff Bezos, yeah. yeah, yeah but uh, SpaceX is actually, it's, it's doing it right now. It's making, it's recovering, well, just the first stage. Their, their rockets are quite uh, smaller, aren't they? Uh, yeah, and the they have a different uh, objective. It's not... Um, okay. It's sub suborbital. Yeah, it's suborbital right now. Although they are developing a new engine that is it's actually going to be adopted by the United Space Alliance because okay. they, I think, Congress uh, forbid them to to buy more Russian uh, mm-hmm. Russian boosters. Yeah, boosters, Russia yeah. and America right now aren't really getting but them. But they all. actually, Jeff Bezos actually beat. Um, I know it's it's kind of a different design and. I shouldn't be comparing it, but I, it, but uh, Blue Horizon was actually the first one to to be able to recover and land a, a rocket after after the mission. So um, I know I, I talked to you about it when I when I did it. Yeah, but uh, you were you were really mad at me because I was comparing it to. <laughs> I wasn't mad. <laughs> I don't get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> you were a little annoyed, like in a, in a Canadian. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So I was annoyed because you were compared to the Falcon, right? Right? To the Falcon. Yeah, and because the, the Falcon is... A, one is an experimental vehicle and did a suborbital uh, flight and landed. And the other was actually trying to land after delivering a payload. Sometimes on low... I think at the time it was... Yeah, it's not exactly yeah, it's the just, same. It yeah. was just payloads on low Earth orbit because they don't have uh, enough fuel... When the they didn't have, I think they they, they can they can do it now, but uh, even last year they could only Blue Horizon no uh, SpaceX they could only try they could only trying to land the booster when they did the uh, low Earth orbit missions like uh, delivering uh, cargo to the space station because when they need to deliver satellites to uh, geosynchronous orbit or or something a bit farther mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't have the fuel to recover the the rocket. In fact, that's why they use the. They have some, sometimes they land them. They land them on the at sea because they don't have the fuel to bring them back to the to the to the launch pad. To the main la- mainland launch pad, yeah. Uh, could you enter a little bit on detail about the um, SpaceX uh, mission to Mars? And the space the space was really awesome. Really, I thought it's it was a bit that. strange. Really? Yeah. I think it was a, a very good compromise between uh, functionality and design. I was hoping something a little more Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> this was a bit more elegant. We grew up watching scientific, uh, watching um, science fiction movies, Sci-fi, and yeah. 
right now and they always now they look uh, they look well futuristic but they they look like a, a retro futuristic you know I, I kind of I kind of like the that kind of uh, approach uh, to design but um yeah they do yeah so true. I was hoping I was hoping for something like that but this was just a <laughs> A little more steampunky. Yeah, it was a childish, a childish desire. It wasn't really serious. I actually like the the space, the the look of the uniform. I don't know if that was oh, a priority. Level with us. We wanted to see Captain uh, Malcolm Reynolds. <laughs> he didn't. We didn't. <laughs> what are you suggesting? Leather leather jacket and uh, yeah. Uh, okay, that and a sidearm, a pistol. Yeah, that doesn't seem good for space. <laughs> Okay, so the main point is that the BFR, it's big. It has a really big payload. It's extremely efficient in relation to the, the payload that can deliver uh, with the propulsion it has. And um, it's fully reusable. That's the, that's the old goal of it, being fully re reusable. And uh, the plan they have to pay for it, it's basically to replace all their current projects with the BFR. So the BFR would be eventually a vehicle to explore Mars, but also to go to the moon, to deliver satellites, nice. yeah. to go to the space station, and even talked about some... Logistics-wise, that, that, ma that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because you only have... You, you have invest in one... Platform. Yeah. I don't know if they can pull that off, but <laughs> it's, it's Elon. He's ambitious. If it's versatile enough, it sh they should manage to do it, yeah. The missions are are very different. They did the a mock-up uh, of it docking with the space station, and it's bigger than the space station. So, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, and they, they also talked. He also talked about a, a really, I thought it was far-fetched, but maybe it's not. Um, the, using the rocket to deliver payloads within Earth. I mean, launching it from. Oh yeah, I heard about yeah. it. Yeah. So they, he said, that in the worst-case scenario, you could be on every on any place on the planet in forty-five minutes. So oh, wow. I think that's interesting. That's probably not economic, economically viable, but it's interesting. It would be a fun travel, yeah, a fun way to travel. <laughs> he, he mentioned it more, at least on the, in the beginning, more with um, delivering supplies, not people. <laughs> oh, what the sh! I wanted to fly a rocket. No, but I, I mean, well, someday, yeah. Don't you expect to do that someday? I mean, maybe not us, but... Uh, not in our lifetime, no. Someday. I mean, come on. I'm sure that will happen. I'm, I mean, the same way you couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't cross the Atlantic by plane a few decades ago. Oh, yeah, sure. So, okay, now we can go to one part of the planet to the other, but we can take, I you know, 18 hours, 20 hours. Uh, I think someday, yeah, less than an hour to be anywhere on the planet. I think we're, we're going to see that. Or... That will go ha will happen even if it's not in a lifetime. So no no computer beam me up or Scotty beam me I up. I liked it, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I would. It would just be a copy of you. You have to destroy your own self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where did where, where did we heard about that? That uh, in, I'm not sure if we're correct on this, but but that's the idea we both got is that when we General teleport engineer. something. You're not you're destroying the original particle and just giving the same characteristics to another particle. So to another particle, yeah. You'd be doing a copy of yourself. It doesn't be bother. It doesn't bother me at all. But I think some people would be. Do you remember Prestige? Of course, it has it has Hugh, Hugh Jackman. 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming spoilers for spoilers for Prestige. I'm assuming everyone saw Prestige right by now. Okay, no? if you didn't, right. uh, go see it before you you finish the podcast. <laughs> be, because the or the it, it's worth it. It's it, it's worth it. It's a good movie. Yeah, but he actually goes to America to to find Tesla because he, he thought he would manage to to do a, a new machine that you could, he, he could use in a, as an apparatus to present on on, uh, on, on stage. He was a magician. You didn't mention that. He was a magician, yeah. yeah. And we're talking about Tesla, the, the person, not Tesla, the company. Oh, yeah, Tesla, <laughs> the person, the, the inventor, yeah. So Tesla managed to do a, a device. He wanted to, to do teleportation. But um, he thought it was, the machine wasn't working correctly. But actually, the machine was working, not as the way they intended it to. It was creating copies, copies of the objects they were teleporting to. So he was desperate. And he um, was actually planning to, on using it. And you should see the movie. Because I'm not going to spoil it anymore <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, really good. it's a really good movie. And it has, I, I think it was David Bowie doing Tesla. <laughs> David Bowie doing, doing Tesla, yeah. Perhaps the, the, the last work from David Bowie on, on Hollywood. On TV, yeah, probably. So if you miss David Bowie, it's a good chance to catch yeah. up. But the thing is that we were, we were talking about the, the prestige because uh, he made a copy of himself actually several times and he would shoot the copy. <laughs> oh, no more spoilers and then you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just to end the BFR talk, um, the, it was actually very interesting because the idea is to launch the, the BFR. It's a, it has a, a booster and a capsule or a cargo module. And the idea for them is to launch it. The, obviously the booster returns to earth and lands. And then they put a, a cargo module on it full of fuel and they refuel the, the spaceship in orbit. So it can travel to Mars on a single tank. <laughs> it can go to the moon and back. And if it lands on Mars, it can make the fuel uh, they need because they, they are using uh, a combination of methane and oxygen. And they can, Mars has water and CO2. Mm -hmm. So they can actually create both O2 and methane to, to, to make the fuel. So it's a very realistic plan on that, that, that kind of way. So I shouldn't be expecting a, a Tesla rocket, uh, an electric rocket. No, 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 <laughs> you shouldn't. And uh, there was one more detail that I liked. He said, like, they, one of the reasons they use uh, retro propulsion to land uh, the boosters and not uh, parachutes, the, not the boosters, the capsule, and not mm -hmm. parachutes, for example, is that because they can land it anywhere. They don't need to have um, a thick atmosphere. So, so cool. the idea is that someday the BFR, if you could have uh, um, fueling stations along the way, it could go anywhere on the solar system. You could use it to do space, real space exploration. exploration. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a really cool. And he, he actually intends to launch uh, a Mars mission every two years. Not the, with the BFR for now, mm -hmm. but with the, with the Dragon, probably the Dragon Heavy. They intend to launch a payload to Mars starting in 2018, so next year. And they want to do it every two years. Uh, you know, uh, Mars and Earth are the, have the closest orbits uh, every 24 months. 
and his idea is to make something regular every time that Mars and are in Earth and Earth are closer they do a mission and hopefully they will be able to find someone interested in delivering cargo to Mars maybe NASA mm-hmm. but they are going to do that even if they don't have any any client he intends to launch a, a rocket to Mars every two years oh, wow. that's revolutionary in its own way yeah so I'm, I'm really hoping for it it's it's kind of cool you know NASA it's are they, are they planning on using sl- uh, sling, a slingshot around the, the earth to improve speed Mm, I don't think you mentioned it, but that's a common thing. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, all space travel uses that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, or uh, around the Earth, around the Moon, wherever. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a common. I don't think that depends on the technology. It's just a, a way of generating velocity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, is, the, NASA is still working uh, with technology from the seventies, sixties, seventies, at least the eighties. And uh, Elon Musk is, uh, he doesn't even have the Falcon Heavy uh, ready yet. And he's already thinking on the next big thing. It's, it's cool. So bye everybody. And we'll hopefully catch you on our next episode. And please go to our website. We have, uh, co- we have co- not complete show notes, but we have better show notes there. We have some show notes. I'm still, um, working on, on some older episodes and adding stuff to them. But the new ones have show notes. And now we have stories, which is working on a, on a couple of more articles. That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a video someday, but uh, Diogo is really busy right now, so... Oh, yeah. Maybe as a Christmas present? Let's hope so, yeah. Do you think it's a 2017 project? <laughs> it is, definitely. It is? Okay. Yeah. bye you guys see you next time bye The Wonder by Dave Deeper available at www.needledrop.com slash deeper